This is the weekly sermon from Church of the Holy Trinity in Houston, Texas, a Reformed Episcopal parish of the Anglican Church in North America. Please join us for worship on Sundays at 8, 9, and 11.15, and visit us online at holytrinityrec.org. Enjoy the sermon. May he deliver me out of all tribulation. This is the last thing David said to King Saul, as we see recorded in Holy Scripture. The rest of 1 Samuel, as we will see, tells the story of these two men going on their separate ways, never to see each other again. David, as we read last week, took this opportunity to confront Saul in his sin against him. Instead of running from the problem, David went to Saul again to confront him about sinning. Instead of running, he took this opportunity to to confront his tormentor. David had no idea if this encounter would be the last. Yet, if you think about it, he treated the situation as if it would be the last time, taking the opportunity to give Saul another chance to repent. On this Sunday, where we focus on the mission of John the Baptist in preparing the way for Christ's first coming, and our roles as Christians to prepare the way for the second coming of Jesus Christ, let us focus on the central part of that mission to preach to the lost, to sinners, the message of repentance in Christ alone. Just as David did in his words of grace and pleading with Saul in our lesson to repent first part of this passage in verses 13 through 16 speaks of what David did after what we read last week of after he snuck into the camp of Saul and took his spear while he was sleeping. In verse 13 we read, Then David went over to the other side and stood far off on the top of the hill with a great distance between them. He then spoke out first against the general of Saul's army, Abner. His beef with Abner was his lack of caution and care to protect the Lord's anointed in King Saul. These first words from David show his love and his devotion and respect for Saul, his concern for his safety, show David's loyalty for Saul, even when being persecuted. David's respect for the authority of the king, along with God's grace that enabled him to confront the king with his sins, shows his faithfulness to God above everything else. In sinful eyes, the way this world looks at things, this is absurd. For us that that are saved by Christ and commanded to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to sinners, we are always to commit the absurd in the eyes of this wicked world, to reach the lost, to preach forgiveness. Running away to let Saul die in his sins, as David could have done, is the way of this world with excuses such as, he ran out of chances with me. No, David never stopped respecting and honoring God to respect and honor the very leader God placed over Israel, even though this leader was now in disfavor with God. David did as Paul taught in our epistle today to be found faithful as servants of Jesus Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God, stewards of the word of God, the law of God. This stewardship involves speaking out against sin. 
calling the sinner to repentance. David started with the army that was supposed to protect the king, to preserve the Lord's anointed. Saul's carelessness, if you think about it, in earlier chapters by disobeying God, was now seeping into those that were under his authority, where they were now unwilling to obey God, to protect the Lord's anointed through vigilance. After challenging Abner's ineptitude, we see Saul's response in the next section. In verses 17 through 20, we see this exchange between these men again. And Saul said the following in verse 17 to David, echoing what he said earlier in chapter 24. Is this your voice, my son David? From here, as we read, David patiently said what he, the, almost the exact same thing he said in chapter 24 when he confronted Saul. Notice in these sentences of challenge from David that they're full of anguish and despair. Part of dealing with those that sin against us is God-given patience and grace to deal with them, asking them to repent even after sinning repeatedly. Too often, I think, in dealing with repeat sins, we lose patience. We lose the willingness to explain everything with gentleness and respect as David continued to do here with King Saul. Jesus does this with all of us constantly, repeatedly, throughout our lives here on earth, calling us back to repentance over and over and over again as our dear shepherd. The ministry we all share as Christians to reach sinners, the lost, with the gospel is such that requires God-given patience, persistence, and the love of Jesus Christ. The love of David had for Saul is shown in these words here of pleading. Sometimes, though, when encountering difficult people that have hurt us in life, often less so than Saul harmed David, we want to give up. We want to refuse even at times to deal with the person any longer. Maybe we want to run. Maybe we would rather act as if nothing happened. Maybe we would rather strike back through vengeance. But this is the way of this wicked world. It is not the way of the cross of Jesus Christ. The way of Christ is the hard way of facing those that have sinned against us with the gospel, with Jesus Christ, asking them to repent, to turn back, to seek Christ alone. Verses 21 through 25 concludes our reading today, and it concludes this chapter. And it concludes all the interactions that we have in God's word between David and Saul. Saul said this to David in verse 21. I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will no more do you harm because my life was precious in your eyes this day. Behold, I have acted foolishly and have made a great mistake. From here we read David continues in his pleas. He starts by giving Saul's spear back, sign of renewed trust. He then concludes his remarks by saying the following in verse 24, Behold, as your life was precious this day in my sight, so may my life be precious in the sight of the Lord, and may he deliver me out of all tribulation. David here seeks peace. He's tired of running, fearing for his life. He communicates this 
in his words of forgiveness and reconciliation with King Saul. The last encounter these men had where Saul repented to David in chapter 24, Saul at the end of that, uh, that passage asked for assurance from David that someday he would show mercy to Saul's descendants. But here in chapter 26, Saul answers David's tired pleas for peace, not with another request, another assurance, but with a blessing. This is significant, and this would be their last encounter before Saul's death. It would be the last things said to David by King Saul. In other words, it is the blessing of the king of Israel to the next king of Israel. As Saul said in verse 25, Blessed be you, my son David. You will do many things and will succeed in them. David's mission to confront Saul to seek reconciliation was successful. He used the opportunity afforded him to deal with what Saul did to him. We must do, as this, do so as well in all our relationships, no matter the risk of how much it might hurt us. David risked his life for the sake of Saul. He went as if it was the last time they would see each other. And from what we read in God's word, it was the last time. The same urgency is needed in all our relationships. I'm not speaking of being impatient in our urgency. I'm speaking of a patient urgency with every opportunity that we have. On this day where we baptize Samara, it's an urgent covenantal reminder to all of us that every moment we have with each other is indeed precious, full of opportunities to preach Jesus Christ to each other in every little moment and in every big moment. As Paul reminds us in Galatians 6, verse 10, So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Do not waste the moments you have with one another. Take the opportunities that come to you, as David took with Saul, to confront if needed, to ask for repentance, to seek reconciliation, to seek forgiveness. Take such opportunities as they come, as if it will be the last time that he have the chance to talk. This is what David did out of love for Saul. And it is what we should do for each other in the faith every day with every opportunity. Amen.